Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where every week I help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission for your nonprofit or the many nonprofits that you work with. If you're a nonprofit consultant or freelance grant writer, and this is definitely for all of you guys out there today who want to score higher on your grant proposals. Yep, I am giving you a major hack. And it's also a part of a free grant writing class that I am offering. Yay! So you can definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 265 for more information on the free grant writing class, Seven Proven Tips to Write Grants Like a Pro. You can watch it on demand. It is amazing. And you are going to get everything, including some of my other tips. But today I wanted to break down one of those tips. So once again, you can definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 265 to grab that class and so much more. Oh my goodness. And if you're looking to know how to manage grants, all those applications that come in, you're a grant writer at a nonprofit and you're like, oh my goodness, I have so many grants that I'm managing. What are the deadlines? I'm getting confused. I'm waking up in the middle of the night because of those grant deadlines. Like, ah, did I miss it? Um, Or just even previous grants. I can't tell you how many times nonprofits have come back to me a year later, three years later, five years later, and been like, Holly, do you have that grant that you helped us write like way back in the day? Because we can't find it (laughs) because whatever happened, right? And sometimes I don't have them anymore because I'm like, I shared it with you and I've gotten a new computer or I've, you know, you know, I'm trying not to have so much data, da, 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 da. But the thing is, if I would have been using the GEMS grant easy management software at that point in time, I would still have it and they would have access and they wouldn't have to come to me asking for it because they would know exactly where to go. Here's the thing. I actually did a survey back in December 2022 with a lot of you guys and I asked you, hey, what are some things that you want me to talk about more? What are some more experts you want me to bring on the show or webinars that you want to hear about? And a lot of you were asking for grant management. So you're welcome. (laughs) I'm giving you that because I've invited Rachel Waterman, the owner of Grant Easy Management Software, is coming to grant writing and funding and delivering a grant management course. It's an hour and a half. You guys are going to get so many systems in place. Because here's the thing, grant management is much more than just not missing deadlines and having a CRM tool for your funder information, right? So Rachel wanted to come on and really give you successful strategies for grant management. So in this live course, she is going to show you how to set up your grant systems. She's also going to explain what to have in place for submitting proposals and how to scale more clients because you have a grant management system. So if you would like to join this online course, it will be on Tuesday, April 11th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The cost is $97 and you will get a replay, but you'll also be able to show up live to the course and you'll be able to get a lot of your questions answered. So she is definitely a leader in the grant management space and she's a sponsor of our podcast. So we love partnering with um, Rachel on so many things because 
she really balances what we do. We love teaching grant writing here. We love teaching you how to set up your grant writing business and how to grow and scale a grant writing business. And she specializes in grant management. So thank you, GEMS, Grant Easy Management Software, for providing this course for all of you guys at grant writing and funding and the software that you provide. So if you'd like to check out the course, once again, go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 265. And you can also check out GEMS, Grant Easy Management Software, and get 10% off when you use our code. So you can definitely check all that out at grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash GEMS, G-E-M-S. So be sure once again to check out that grant management course that is once again happening on August 11th. And I'll have all the information in the show notes at grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 265. All right, so let's go ahead and get to our topic today, how to score high on grant proposals. And I'm going to give you one of the easiest ways to do that immediately. And this will also eliminate staring at that blank screen. All right. How many of you out there have tried to start a grant and are like just looking at that blinking cursor, right? Like, oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start. I feel overwhelmed. There's so much information on this funding opportunity announcement or request for proposal, and I'm just not really sure where to start. So this is a twofer for you. It's going to automatically have you so you're not staring at a blank screen, but it's actually gonna immediately give you a template for your grant. And because you have this grant template suddenly, you will immediately score higher than anyone who does not have this. This is magic sauce right here. So take notes, pay attention, and come to the full free grant writing class because I give you this in detail, I give you a workbook, I give you so much. You're definitely gonna wanna like come back to this, but I want you to put it in your mind now because this is something that you all need to follow, right? To score higher on your grant proposals. And I know this because I've been a federal grant reviewer for more than 10 years. I understand what grant reviewers are looking for. I understand how tired they get. <laughs> I understand the entire process. So I know this works, right? Because of being a grant reviewer, I've applied this to my grant writing and this is what I teach in my grant writing master course as well. So here is your super valuable golden gem is to take, dun, 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 the RFP or FOA. So once you're looking for grants, you're like, okay, I wanna apply for this grant. Um, you pull down the grant instructions, which are called the FOA, Funding Opportunity Announcement, um, commonly on federal uh, sites like grants.gov or sometimes called the RFP, Request for Proposal, more commonly found in foundation grants and that sort of thing. So you pull these down, which are essentially, once again, the grant instructions. And you're gonna turn this into a Word doc automatically. It's gonna be a PDF, turn it to a Word doc. I give you a, a great tip in the show notes on how to um, get a free resource that can do this for you, or you just copy and paste it and check it in there, okay? So once you have all of the verbiage then, take out anything that's not really needed. And I want you to take this section where they're describing what information they need from you. Commonly, this is like community needs, your target demographic, can you please clearly and succinctly explain the people you will serve, right? Or the cause that you will serve. And then they'll have another section about your goals or your objectives, the outputs, outcomes, and they're gonna ask you all kinds of little questions around here, right? That is a section I really want you to focus on. The other section, if they have it, 
um, especially in federal applications, you're going to see this a little bit more, is they're also going to have, sometimes it's in a chart, and it's usually near the end of the FOA, and sometimes those can be like 70-some pages, right? But look towards the back, because they're also going to show you how much each, each section they are scoring. So they might say the community needs section, we're going to score that 25 points. The objectives and goals section, we're going to score that 10 points, you know, the program program description, that sort of thing. The budget, we're going to, you know, score 10 points, etc. So they're going to give you an idea normally. Um, like I said, mostly this is with federal grants, um, but sometimes foundation grants have this as well, which is wonderful. And they might add a little bit more information there too with what they're looking for. So I want you to use the area where they're asking you all about this, like what they want to see in the grant and the scoring section. And I want you to make sure absolutely that you've at least copied and pasted that part into a Word doc, right? And those will automatically become your headers, okay? So if you're able to write a grant in a Word doc, sometimes you have to submit them online, I get that, but you are going to do this, all right? And the beauty about this is that, think about this for a second. As a grant reviewer, as a federal grant reviewer, I basically have that scoring section and what they're asking for that's called the criteria of the grant, right? I have that that I have to score on. Nothing outside of that, <laughs> okay? I can't go looking at websites. You can't put any links. So this is another good, good, good nugget for you. Don't be putting links in grant applications. They can't go looking at that. Um, I have to look at what you've put in that application. And even if you've put everything in that application, but you failed to make headers, you haven't bolded anything, and you wrote it in your own way, you know, maybe you started with one section and it's all a mess and I can't figure it out. Even if you have everything, if I cannot easily find it, it will be very difficult for me to score you well, right? And the reason for this is because I might just miss it, okay? We might just miss it. As a grant reviewer, this is what happens. You get about seven to 14 grants usually, right, on average to review in less than 10 days. And, you know, these can take quite a while to review. They're quite robust. You're also, you know, you're really looking at the budget. You're looking at any attachments that were required for them, you know, MOUs or anything else. You're referring back and forth. It takes time to look at a grant. And it takes even more time if there's not headers, if I can't, if I'm trying to dig and dig and dig and find stuff and the language is confusing. I'm just literally going to start like not giving you a higher score because it's hard for me to even find anything. And you might say, Holly, that's super subjective. Yes, real people actually do review your applications and as objective as they try to make it, there's some subjectiveness into it because we are human, okay? And until AI starts reviewing everything, which you do not want to happen, um, like humans can really look at this in more detail. But the thing is they do get tired. It is really intense period for grant reviewing. And if they can't find things easily, they're just gonna start, they're not gonna score you as high because it's gonna be harder for them to score you because it's gonna be harder for them to clearly see what you're saying. All of that to say, use the language, turn it into headers when you can. So if they say, you know, we wanna know what community area you're going to be serving and what your target population is. Put 
A, you know, section A or Roman numeral one, target population to be served. And then under that put what, you know, what that is, right? Who that is. Be very succinct in that. Um, Community area to be served. Make that clear. Bold that so they can see it so quickly while they're going through their scoring notes, they can find it in your application really quickly. And then they can say, do they have that? Yes. Is it clear? Yes. Check. They can give you the full points for that. See, and then they can move on to the next one. And the easier you make it for them, the easier you're making it for yourself as well, because you're being very clear in what you're doing. So also think about that is if you get that grant secured or if you win that grant, right? And it's very spelled out now because you've had headers, you've had bullet points, you've connected the language, you're very clear on what you're doing. If you're hiring someone new for your program, you can just hand them the grant and they'll be like, oh, okay, I know exactly what to do. And it's very clear and easy for me to understand this grant program. So really this benefits you as an organization as well. And it's going to help you get that grant because you're going to be able to score higher, right? So really important, like I said, this is a twofer, almost like a threefer, (laughs) because there's all of these different dynamics going. And you no longer start with staring at a blank page and kind of just rambling. No, you are very specifically copy and paste. Boom, here are my headers. This is all the information I need to go get. This is, you know, all the things. You don't have to have it all filled out, but you will have a framework then of knowing what information you need to get. What is the most important for this funding source? What do you specifically have to spell out? What type of data do you need to run off during get that will meet the criteria that's stated in this grant, right? Don't just look at the grant application once, like the FOA or the RFP. Don't just look at that once and then just start writing on a blank screen. Chances are you're going to forget to answer one or more of the questions that they have kind of embedded in that section, right? You're going to miss some of the criteria. Your one question might stick out to you. You're going to start rambling about that. Then you're just going to jump to the next section. So because remember, you as a grant writer, if you're not using my grants formula for you, you're also going to be really low on time because you're going to be burning out. You're going to be working late. You're going to be getting things confused. You do not want that either, right? You want a template. You want the grants formula. Um, So do make sure you join my free grant writing class because that's also going to help you get that system in place, get your formula in place so you can save time and be more clear when you're writing grants. But do this step first, okay? Get that RFP, get the FOA, turn it into headers, use the same language, use it as your template, and you're gonna score higher, okay? You're gonna have a better grant. So that is my amazing tip for you today to really score higher on your grant proposals immediately. All right, so take this to heart. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know how you're scoring on your grant proposals. And um, I would love to see you in that class. And I would love to see you also at the grant management uh, course that we have going on with Rachel Waterman. Thank you again to Grant Easy Management Software for sponsoring this podcast episode. I will see you next week as we go over some more awesome things and how to do grant research. And if you love this podcast, 
please do subscribe. Make sure you're a subscriber and leave us a review or rating on your podcast listener as this does help other folks find us. I was actually just looking at iTunes the other day, loving all the comments that we have coming in. And we're almost to, up to 100 ratings. So super excited. Jump over there. Let us hit 100. Um, help me hit 100 there. Um, I love the review from Keeks. Um, Keeks13, they said, a must listen for grant professionals. Holly gives real advice for real fundraising professionals. She brings a great energy and integrates data and anecdotes to share a well-rounded overview of the field. Thank you so much, Keeks13. And Kent Sanders said, an amazing show for grant writers. Holly is one of the world's leading experts on grant writing and funding. If you're looking for a top-tier expert who can help you improve every aspect of your grant writing business, if you're simply curious about the process of grant writing, this is the show for you. So thank you so much, Kent Sanders. We love reading all the reviews that come in, so please do leave a review and help us get to those 100 ratings. I would love that on iTunes. All right, so once again, for all of today's show notes, go ahead and go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 265. I will see you guys next week, and I hope you are enjoying your April. Bye-bye.